You're listening to the latest preaching from Brixham Community Church. When I was imagining what kind of communicator I'd be, I was thinking I'd be a practical communicator because I'm a very practical person. So before I start, I'm going to need four volunteers to come and help me along with this preach. Would you, who don't mind a little bit of exercise? <laughs> no, I don't really want you to go into early labour, please, Verity, so please don't volunteer. <laughs> uh, Phil, would you mind? Thank you. If you guys are going to put your hands up, I am going to start, like, picking you out, so... Uh, ben Cox, would you mind coming on up? And I feel like we need to balance it out with some women. Lauren Perkin, please, because I feel like you would be top-notch. And who else? <laughs> we need a pet. Abby Pets, please come on up. Please come on up. Give a hand for my amazing volunteers. Now, as you all know, I've been on a bit of a journey at the gym. And I have to say, when I started it, I hated it. Really hated the gym. So I thought it'd be fun to get these guys doing stuff that I would be doing. Um, so, Abby, would you mind, in a bit, doing 10 star jumps? Your lucky thing. Phil, I feel like you'd be really good at doing three laps at the hall. At a steady jog, though, no sprinting, please. Ben, 10 lunges. Loza, I feel like for the women, you could do the press-ups, because we're pretty good. But I've been kind to you because I know that this hall is a pretty hard floor. So you have a mat and everything, no problem. And guys, I'm gonna need your help as well. Would you all mind cheering them on because it's not easy doing exercise. You get out of breath. I'm out of breath already and I'm not doing any. So, <laughs> right, when you guys are ready, would you like to get into your positions? Sorry, Lotta, I didn't realize it must be so curly. Phil, please don't trip over any wires on your steady jog. That's why it's steady, okay? Are we ready? Steady, go! Come on, guys. This is brilliant, was not it? Oh, look at that. Look at the sweat coming out. Come on. Phil, speed up a little bit. Come on, you've got three laps. Uh, these are beautiful lunges there, Benjamin. Well done. Loza, you've gone for the proper press-up as well. Not the girly ones. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Oh, it's only Phil that's still going, guys. Come on, let's keep going. Come on, Phil. Last lap, last lap. Come on. Speed it up a little bit, though, Phil. You could do a little bit of a sprint for the last one. Come on. That is amazing. Well done, guys. Well done. <laughs> See, who needs Wimbledon when we can do exercise at church? Abby. How do you feel about the exercise you've just done? Um, it was pretty easy. No pain? No pain? No? Phil, are you out of breath? Uh, a little bit. Any pain? No. That's a shame. Ben, how are you feeling? Oh, I can do with a sleep. <laughs> Nap time it is for you later then. Loza. You did the proper press-ups as well. Not even the girly ones, guys. I can only do the girly ones. So how do you feel? Yeah, pretty good, ready for the day. Yeah. Nicely done, nicely done. Give a round of applause to my volunteers. Thank you very much. So when I first started going to the gym, it hurt. 
And I mean, like, not even a little bit. I was using muscles that I didn't even know existed. My energy levels were down, and I was tired. I started to question whether I should be going to the gym. Was it really that good for me? My personal trainer kept saying, no pain, no gain. What kind of gain comes out of pain? Please tell me, because I'm still working that one out. If I'm honest, my thoughts are pretty negative. I really didn't want to carry on. And it wasn't until I got a fabulous gym partner who came alongside me, encouraged me, and stuck in my corner that I decided to enjoy, to enjoy the gym. Relent on each other for support. We go through different types of pain every day. It may be physical pain, like our volunteers may have been feeling. I think they were just a bit manly enough to not really admit that. It may be emotional pain, and it may be spiritual pain. Some of us choose to go through the pain and figure out what's the cause and how we can, how we can work through it. Whereas other, others of us like to ignore the pain, bubble wrap ourselves, and avoid it at all costs. I have two tattoos, and they were like the best thing I think that I could have got. Some of you may not agree with that. Everyone has their own opinions. But what I found interesting was when I got those tattoos, I had many people asking a very similar question. Tony, your tattoos are amazing. Did it hurt? Or they say something very similar. I really want one, but I'm scared it's going to hurt. Anything to do with needles is going to hurt. That's a definite. And it was interesting to see that why people were asking this similar question. See, we have a fear of pain. We fear pain. The thing is, we don't get over our fear of pain. We won't ever grow. We will just be stuck. So we like to bubble wrap ourselves. We don't like to feel any kind of pain. It's so natural to us that we don't even realize we're doing it. Mothers and fathers, you are tuned to your children's cry. And when they do cry, you go running. But you also know the difference between an I'm hungry cry and an I'm in pain cry. When it's a hungry cry, you're like, oh, maybe I should feed my child. Maybe I'll give them a grape or something. But when it's a painful cry, you go running and you set into a panic mode. What's wrong with my child? Why are they crying in this pain? What can I do to make it better? Now, I'm not a parent, so when I hear a child cry, my strong belief is that chocolate and a hug generally makes it feel better. It has not been proven completely as to why we do that, why I do that. So we like to avoid pain, no matter if it's physical, mental, or emotional pain. We like to bubble wrap and pretend it's not happening. When we look at Christ on the cross, when we look at the pain he endured, it wasn't just physical. He endured mental pain, emotional pain, humiliation, and so much more. You see, Christ didn't get the chance we do today. He wasn't allowed to bubble wrap himself. He wasn't allowed to avoid the pain. He had to feel it all from beginning to end. So let's just have a look at a few things that Christ had to endure on his time on the cross. And we're going to start in John 19, verses 2 to 3. The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. They clothed him in a purple robe and went up to him again, saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and slapped him in the face. They mocked him. You know, the purple robe symbolizes royalty, wealth, power. They dressed him in the purple robe to mock him. It wasn't for any other reason. 
to mock the king of the Jews. They slapped him in the face, so they gave him physical pain. They put a crown of thorns on his head. Now, I don't know about you, but whenever I've had a thorn cut me or a nettle sting me, it hurts. But to have that crown constantly scratching at your head, that's a lot of physical and mental pain right there. We skip on to John 19, 17. Carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull, where in Aramaic it's called Golgotha. Jesus went through public torture and public embarrassment. He carried his own cross. I truly think this would beat me. I don't think I'd be able to go through this at all and still have my head held strong. There is nothing that could prepare you for this. In John 19.30, when he had received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. He was done. Jesus had gone through it all. He had been brought to the edge in the most horrific way. I would be at the end of my tether. But Jesus went through dignified, with faith, and never gave up. In John 19, 34, instead, one of the soldiers pierced Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. So even after Christ had died, he gave his spirit up. He was, he had, he'd, done his, he'd done his bit. They still added more pain to him. They still thought, ah, oh, we'll just carry it on. They felt like they needed to double check that Christ had given up, that Christ had gone. He was tortured, humiliated. The pain he had to go through was like no other. None of us can truly say we have gone through that pain, especially not the way Jesus did. My pain threshold is pretty high. I'm, not, I'm the type of woman that generally tries to get on with it just ignore it until I really, really have to go and see somebody about it. But I think I would struggle with that one. Jesus, however, no matter what scared, how scared he was, he knew he would soon be returning to his father. He knew the torture and the pain would stop. He knew the end goal. Difference is, when we feel pain or go through something bad, we don't know the end goal. We only see what's directly in front of us. We don't look towards the end. That's the beauty of having Christ in our lives. He knows the plan he has for us. So he knows this isn't it. He knows that once we get through this pain, once we get through this storm, that we're th that's it. We can carry on. He is the eye in the storm. He is the calm. It's okay to be fearful, but it's what you do with that fear that helps you grow. If you look at Jesus... He was most certainly scared. I think we all would get a bit scared when we think of the prospect of death. The person who is fully God is also fully human and has the same emotions as me and you. The difference between us and Christ is how we respond to the fear. In Luke 22, 39 to 46, it says, Jesus went out, as usual, to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him. On reaching the place, he said, to, he said to them, pray that you will not fall into temptation. He withdrew about a stone's throw beyond them, knelt down and prayed. Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. Yet not my will, but yours be done. 
An angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. And from being, and being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was like drops of blood falling to the ground. When he rose from prayer and went back to the, to the disciples, he found them asleep, exhausted from sorrow. Why are you sleeping? He asked them. Get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. You see, Jesus was scared to die the brutal death that was before him, but he didn't give up on his father. He didn't turn his back and he didn't let his fear overtake the plan for him. He leaned on God. He prayed for the will of the Lord to be done. When we face fear, that's when faith should come in. We shouldn't fear pain. I know it's harder to do, but it's true. He was ready. He knew what to expect. And what was a very awful time, Jesus turned to his father. He didn't say, I'm going to deal with this on my own. He didn't turn his back. He turned to his daddy, God, and went towards him. Just like we should lean on him. He had people in his corner the whole time. When we feel pain, Christ, come beside, Christ comes beside us and says, I know you're hurting right now. I know this isn't what you imagined you would ever have to go through. But you don't have to go through this on your own. If we didn't feel pain, we would never heal. We would never learn a lesson and we would never grow stronger. Sometimes pain is a stepping stone for something that is bigger and better to come. It's just a season. For some, it's a very small season. For others, it's a longer season. It's time for us to stop fearing pain, to stop bubble wrapping ourselves and to use Jesus as the example to follow. We can close off or we can lean on God. We, can't, we can do it alone or we could get friends who can come alongside us and pray who will direct us to the person we should go to at all times. I'm going to pray now. Father God, thank you for what your son went through on the cross. Thank you that it teaches us a valuable lesson today. Lord, I pray that when we experience pain, we learn to lean on you. I pray we don't give in to temptation or be led astray when in the storm. I pray that we stick steadfast in our faith to you. In your precious name. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more information, visit brixham.church.